How you doing, baby? Welcome to the next episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute with me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. <laughs> Together with our Godfather Pardon. Minute brothers. You could say that again, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I like these characters. Look, you should do them all the time. You're, I don't even know who I'm supposed to be. You're looking good, baby. <laughs> it's like we're both kind of doing Kojak invitations. <laughs> yeah, you're looking good, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Players Club. Yeah, what's your beak with the Players Club card? <laughs> well, today we're talking about minute 55. Alex. Sam, Sammy Hagar cannot stand this minute, that's for uh-huh. sure. <laughs> 55 seems like such an outdated speed limit. I remember when we were kids, that was the limit. But now you go to places 70, 75, 80. <laughs> I've seen speed limits all over the world. <laughs> yeah, because I think in the 70s, they... Um, figured out that 55 was like the safest speed is it the safest or the fuel fuel i I heard most fuel efficient most fuel efficient yeah i mean the safest speed is zero yeah the only way to win (laughs) is not to play (laughs) alex repeat after me a minuto a minuto numero numero this is a fun one cinquanta cinque cinquanta cinque you got it 55 Uh uh-huh um, well, in minute number 55, uh, Senor Abandando approaches Don in the street carrying a box of groceries, mm. which he tries to pawn off on the sacked Sicilian. This was the original Grubhub, delivered right to you. <laughs> and then he refuses it. Don refuses his offer and returns home carrying only a single pair, which he presents to his delighted wife, Mama. Mm-hmm. Did he get that pair from... Jenko? I don't think he took anything from Jenko. Well, it's weird because it goes right from him refusing that to coming home. So it. I think he shoplifted that? Well, is this the first time he's come? Is there, is there a time jump in between? Like, at that point, does Mama know he's been fired? Oh, like several days' time yeah, jump. Yeah, like, not just is, a couple is this hours. just when he's literally coming home from being fired, or is this like a later day? I mean, she doesn't seem worried or concerned, mm-hmm. so it could be right. either. It could be later in the day, and yeah. she doesn't know yet. So I, I like to think that he, he just stole a pear from from him. <laughs> from Janko. That's the, last... the real reason he got fired. Oh, you he got caught so stealing to... a pear. <laughs> You're a pear stealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Don Vito denies the food, the gift of food. What do you, by, what... by the way, it would be called... It would be called Jenko Grub. That's the delivery. Jenko. <laughs> mm, yeah, no, there's got to be, really. be a better... Uh, food delivery service? Yeah. Run out of the like, grocery store. Abandando. Uh, Abandando and go. No, it sounds like a takeout place. Um, like, download the Abandando. <laughs> you download that, and then you'll be at, then you'll once you have the app and then go. Uh-huh. Anyway, we'll workshop <laughs> it. There won't there won't uh, order from us. There won't be any need any need for you to Janko to the grocery store. Oh, it's a lot. We, yeah, it's 
delivery, Jenko, Co, Jenko. I do like the idea that they would still be a functioning grocery store even now in 2022. Like <laughs> they, they could have adapted yeah. through all the times, and now they're really like, like you said, yeah. they're a, uh, you know, they're like a disruptor. And it's, the- and it's even more unbelievable that they've survived. Oh, be- <laughs> because. And every time there's a new crime boss, they install one of their nephews. So, like, 80% of the staff are, are just plants. That who turns don't even out work. to be the secret of their success because he's on the good side of every crime boss in the in the, uh, in the the country. Oh, oh, so you think when they do deliveries, they muscle the people that order from them? And it's a great way work. to, like, sco- to, you know, to scope out places, case case apartments, as they uh, used to say. Back so, it's in the a way, so it's a real, it's a, an opportunity for the Black Hand to spread its business. Yeah. It's like, while I'm here delivering apples to you, uh, I want a payment every month. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep getting apples every month, right? <laughs> so why do you think Vito refuses? Do you think do you think the food is poisoned? Like Avendando's like I'm gonna no, you steal on. a pair from me, huh? <laughs> I don't accept food from my concierge. <laughs> it's not appropriate. Well, I mean, it I, seems like a like a is it pride? Is it pride? I think it's pride. Messing with them? I think it's pride, yeah. I can't think of anything else. But or is it is it a kind of is it like spite? Like he doesn't want Mm, oh, he doesn't want Abandando to be like, oh yeah, we we have good blood between us. He accepted yeah. the gift I gave him, mm. but Vito's like, no, like no. This is, you're not going to buy me off with a box of oranges and a and a baguette, yeah, or whatever the Italian version of a baguette is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be, and that made that aligns more with the with the the portrayal of Vito in the book because remember last week we talked about how Vito is really mad at both Jenkos, senior and junior. Oh, right. About yeah. how he was fired. So yeah. this could be like, no, I don't want your, I'm not taking your food. You yeah. live with the guilt of uh, firing me. I feel like they're more leaning on the pride part of it more yeah. so than the, yeah. like the, the scenes where he's turning it down. It's not, you don't get the impression that he's like, like we're giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like, oh no, he's trying to demure gracefully and and so on. So. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That's a Sicilian yeah. uh, a Sicilian severance package. They call that. Oh, is where so they hand you a box with a bunch of food in it, and you're like, oh, that's how they let oh, Sicilian man. message means you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vito fired. <laughs> Vito should have looked really carefully to see what was in that package because yeah. there were a bunch of different messages. Oh yeah, that's, right. That's I mean, the, if there were a fish in a bulletproof yeah. vest, watch out. Avendando was so pissed. He's like, I took all that trouble to put in all those messages. He didn't even look at them. Not even looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to think of Jenko Sr. getting that mad because he seems like this real gentle guy. Right, yeah. Well, you don't get to be the grocery king of uh, East 43rd Street or West 43rd Street yeah. by being a nice, nice guy. That's right, yeah. <laughs> All these messages. <laughs> he actually had a message in there that said, hey, come back at midnight and we're going to take care of of oh. Finucci and his nephew. And that's why he's like, take the box. Come on. Make sure you, you look in the it's anchovy like the jar. To, it was like the keys to <laughs> Finucci's apartment so that he could like sneak oh. in and kill him or something like that. <laughs> and then later, spoiler alert, later when Don Vito takes care of the Finucci problem, Jenko's like, oh, you could have done this much easier with my help uh, months ago when I fired you. <laughs> Some people got to learn their own way. Yeah, they got to kill a local black hand crime boss the hard way. <laughs> um, well, what else you got? So, so there are oranges in the box. 
Oh, are which, they really? Yeah, it looks like it to mm. me anyway. There's some kind of orange fruit. Maybe they're just underripe tomatoes. Mm. But um, see, that's the that's a case of the. Have you ever heard of confirmation? The term confirmation bias. No, but I think I know what it is. Confirmation bias is where you look when you see evidence of things that you already believe and you say, mm-hmm. oh, see, that's mm-hmm. proof. Yeah. Look, every time, yeah. you know, uh, like every time, mm-hmm. there's, every time there's an orange, someone gets killed. And so in this scene, yeah. there's an orange there, but no one gets killed. Amandando doesn't get killed. Vito gets yeah. killed much later on. So it's not like this is an immediate harbinger of death. It's almost like they're... The fact that there are oranges in the movie made it into like, oh, that's about killing. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. Vitamin C for Corleone. Oh. So I'm wondering if Francis... Oh, you named your vitamin after our town. <laughs> <laughs> what vitamin would you want named after you? I totally rename a vitamin after you. Um, and what, what would you want it to be called? I don't know. Maybe like it could be go vitamin A for vitamin Alex. But I was gonna go the I was gonna go like vitamin X. Is there a vitamin Whoa. X? Uh, I feel like vitamin X would give you illegal like substance. would give you like superpowers or something like oh, that. So that's okay. a, you know, or it's just a yeah. little bit of like radioactive material and you just follow it. Would you want what any kind of medication, not just a vitamin? Would you want named after you? What kind of medication? Or in particular, like you could say ibuprofen. I want it all to be called like the Alex pill. (laughs) (laughs) Or like an anti-cancer treatment. I think I'm going to go... Any medication. It's open book. Any, you get one medication named after you. I'm going to go cocaine. Hmm. I want I want cocaine to be named after me. (laughs) You went super cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And what would you want it called? Uh, as an Alex powder, <laughs> powdered powdered Alex, <laughs> powdered Alex. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just add your nose <laughs> instead of add your water. You know? Yeah, because I mean, no uh. one sings songs about people sing songs about cocaine and other like uh. fun fun or even unfun <laughs> drugs. But no one sings songs about like ibuprofen or or <laughs> Alex you know. powder. <laughs> Hey, can you score? Hey, I got uh, I got mullet, Molly, shrooms, Alex powder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe like white Alex. <laughs> I love it. Alex isn't that's a good. Alex, love, Alex isn't a good. It's not a good drug name. Like, but that's what makes it great. It's kind of nerdy. Alex powder. White, uh, I like white Alex. I like white Alex. What about King Alex? I was maybe just white Lex. That sounds. Ah, that sounds a bit cooler. White Lex or white Al. White Al Yankovic. <laughs> I like putting white in there. Yeah. Because it's just more controversial. White powder. <laughs> oh, you just mean it's like racist element well, I to mean, it? I you can interpret it in different ways. Yeah. I mean, even Sonny's like a lot of money in that yeah. white Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus it opens it up for future brand extensions. They could be red Alex, blue Alex. Now you're thinking. See, always thinking ahead. Yeah. It's all about branding. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about Marlon Brandon. By the way, when I was listening back to last week's episode, yeah. that whole uh Caleb Brando Brandon the Bra- guy Brad who, Brad Brad oh, Phil's Phil's drink. Yeah. Was it Phil's? No, Brad's drink. Brad's drink. Caleb Bradham. Bradham. <laughs> 
t- I even wrote out the letters com- perfect jumble for Marlon Brando. <laughs> it's, a, it's a jumble. <laughs> it's a jumble. Yeah. And it's then a the jumble. other one. It's a jumble. <laughs> yeah, Poppy's uh, smarter than me. He already reads the funny papers and can complete the jumble. <laughs> the jumble. Jumble. A lot of money in them scrambled letters. All right, so you're 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 landing on White Alex. I'm going. I'm going White Alex. Okay. Well, what about you? What? The, now you got to uh, go in a totally different direction. You get. I mean, you I would go. pick something old, like you know, like the mump, the mumps, like the vaccine. cure for the mumps. Yeah, you know, your classic yeah. MMR cocktail. Yeah. Uh, measles, mumps, rubella. So you're just going utilitarian. Yeah, and I would call it Andy Candy. Andy Candy. Yeah. And then that would be one of those uh, crazy things in history that the that the the that white alex is named the and white alex is this drug which has destroyed thousands of lives mm. and then there's the andy pandy candy which has saved <laughs> so many lives and that yet those two are brothers <gasps> believe it or not yeah <laughs> Perfect. I did not see this was turning into a Ripley's Believe or Not. And our product. Yeah, and our product placement. Yeah. And we're helping people. Yeah, totally. Although <laughs> drugs are a dirty business. Uh, well, you know, I don't want it sold in hospitals. <laughs> that's the actually that's the uh that's like the the like the bad guy version is like yeah. I don't want to give it I don't want to give it to sick people, I don't want to give it, I want it in hospitals. <laughs> It's called the, like a, the Bizarro universe, right? Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. It was the whole Godfather is a pharmaceutical company, and it's all yeah. it's flipped. The script is flipped. <laughs> we need a high turnover with this one. We need a lot of deaths as quick as we can to get the product to as many people as possible. I've been calling Johnny Fontaine all week, trying to give him this picture, but I can't get in touch with him. This, this film is perfect for him. <laughs> Uh, so what else we got for a minute number 55? Uh, let's, um, oh, would you have accepted the package? I probably would have accepted it. Yeah. Food on the table. I love freebies. So, yeah. so, the, you know, uh, although I would, might be worried about the poison aspect of it. Yeah. If someone, let me ask you a question about who is the real Andy Robinson. Who is the real Robinson? Back when I was uh, a cartoonist, um, a someone who enjoyed my work sent me a box of homemade cookies. Oh wow! And what flavor? Chocolate chip. Ooh! And um, I was like, "Oh, that's such a sweet gesture." I'm not eating a single one of those things because I don't know if there's LSD in it or whatever. You don't know how they make who. This I don't know is, where those cookies come from. I don't know how they earn their money. Those ingredients could have come from all over the world on planes flying around like a whore. So, so my question is, was I being too paranoid and would Andy Robinson eat cookies delivered <laughs> to him by a listener of Godfather Minute? Wow. Would you eat um, any food delivered, like... Homemade food, unsealed, just sent to me? Yeah. Well, let me ask you a couple questions about your this. How did they get your address? Uh, well, I mean, I think it was back when I was, there was a comic being published every other month and I had a letters page in it. So I put my address in it so people oh. could send me letters so that, you know. Oh my gosh. That sounds so 
so I know. foreign, doesn't it? Now? <laughs> it totally does. Yeah, listeners, printing my home address in this thing, anyone could uh, could read it. But that's how they my... communicated with you. Yeah, they put they put a writing utensil to, to paper, paper. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I'd like to say I would, but especially these days with access to drugs feels rampant. Mm-hmm. Like you know, marijuana is legal in dozens of states, so I it's very risky. Uh, probably not. Probably not. Probably so people not. should not send you any any products. Yeah, I guess not. All right, there yeah. you go. We asked. We have the, we now we know who the real Andy Robinson is. <laughs> yeah. Although I'd like to say I would, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I guess it's too risky. It the could other, be someone doing a competing podcast that wants me to be sleeping with the fishes. That's true. It right? could be like your podcasting partner who just wanted you out of the way. <laughs> it could be Clemenza. I could be Carlo and it could be... Oh, you won't be seeing any of them no more. <laughs> the other day I got a text and it said, uh, Hi, this is Judy. Is this Michelle's number? Mm, okay. And I was like, hmm. And it momentarily crossed my mind like, is this some kind of AI bot that if I respond to it, it's going yeah. to be like, okay, we got to click. Well, yeah, that means someone. we know that there's someone at this phone and then it takes over, you know. Yeah. And then what I was do like, you call that? Someone who is the victim. Like, we got a... A sucker? Sp- a mark? A mark, that's it. Yeah, we got a mark. <laughs> it's, it's the bot. We have identified a mark. And we have his mailing address from a comic in New York. It sounds almost like a song. That's we AI. have found a bot. <laughs> oh. We have found his mailing address in I like that the bot has better, is is is, is infinitely better at, at pulling off the scams than actually speaking. It's still using 1983 <laughs> language. Yeah, the, language the, the artificial intelligence is really high, but the speech technology is still like war games yeah. level. Of, they put uh, all their R&D yeah. funds into the AI. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to ask me about that? Well, that was my question. Was was oh, so how, what? How did you respond to the Judy Michelle? Text? Well, so I was like, are we living? Are we in such a paranoid time oh. where a simple wrong number is enough to be like they're yeah. trying to take over my phone and steal my identity? <laughs> <laughs> I think we are. Well, so I did I respond. I said no. I said I just said no. I wrote back no. I said no. Mm. Uh, no Michelle. No Michelle here. Mm, okay. And then she wrote back saying, "Is this Michelle's phone? I'm Judy." Really? Yeah, she wrote back again, yeah, basically yeah. clarifying. Is and oh, I yeah. said, "No, Judy, this is not Michelle's phone." And then she wrote back, begging for my forgiveness for having disturbed me. And really? The, the, yeah, I was just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry for having bothered you, or whatever, what you know, like <laughs> so on." So, it, I, if it was a bot, they at least acted the way a contrite human would. Okay. So, Good. Uh, well, hey, if I'm going to be fooled by AI, I I want to be totally fooled. Yeah. Unless I'm being scammed. Give us something, no harm done. Well, I guess ideal, but I guess, here's the thing. If you're going to be scammed, is it better to not know you are scammed? <laughs> it depends on what, how strong the scam is. Because in a way. If I'm bleeding money out some bank account, I want to know about it. Even if I, I mean, it's revealed that I'm a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> right, it, but you know, that's I guess the the appeal of a scam is that when it when, it seems like ultimately when it's successful, the scammy the mark mm-hmm. walks away going 
that I'm so glad that happened. Oh, we, we came so close to having yeah. our uh, you know identity stolen yeah. or yeah. whatever. So it's kind of it's you leave happier if you if as long as you weren't aware you were scammed. I guess at some point, yeah. I guess yeah. yeah. Because it seems yeah. like that's almost the best thing for the scammer to do too. Because if the person is unaware they were scammed, they're not going to call the police or anything. They're just yeah, going to be like, "Yeah, true. we, you know, I gave them the gift cards, and they were like, okay, great, we'll clear yeah. it up.' And they were gone. They were yeah, gone. Judy got in touch with Michelle, and they're now <laughs> now good friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, if I were you, I would have done that last text. Um, hey, it was no trouble at all, and then in all caps, stop. Yeah, in order to like remove. get removed from the text <laughs> <laughs> I was worried though that they would know I was onto them, so I didn't want to. I didn't want to tip them off that oh. I knew that they were an AI. Because then I know. I know what happens after that. So I have a uh, something about the minute. Yeah, go ahead. What you got? When Vito does bring home the pear, puts it on the table, uh huh, and then Mama comes over to the table and says, "And Sicilian, oh, what a nice pear." Mm-hmm. That was so charming to me. Because mm-hmm. she was grateful to have a pair instead of constantly nagging for more and more and you're not bringing <laughs> home enough money. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> but it just it just reminded me. So a little bit of background. About five love years. Pears. I do I just they're top one of my top three fruits. Wow. Yeah. Blueberries, pears, and now like figs and um uh, dates are kind of a tie for blueberries fruits? Yeah, blueberries are fruit. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. I like bananas too. Mm. She is so appreciative of this one simple piece of fruit. Yeah. And a few years ago, I stopped eating like a lot of junk food and processed sugar and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, pretty shortly afterward, real food, like just fruit, simple fruit, tasted so good and sweet. And I just think it's so awesome that she's so appreciative of that. And it reminded me of how good simple food is and how lucky we are to get food, that we actually have access to food. People in Ukraine right now, I'm sure they're going to have trouble with uh, supply shortages and all that stuff. But we're so fortunate. We walk down the street, go into a supermarket and get pretty much whatever we want. Overwhelming choices. And then walk behind the supermarket in the alley. You can get yourself some Andy candy. (laughs) Cure your measles right up. Yeah. I mean, uh, white, uh, white Alex. White Alex? Is that what it was? White out. White out. What was it called? White out. White out? White out. No, white, white Alex. Oh, white out is a good yeah. name for something. <laughs> anyway, that's it. I just wanted to say how much, how, just what a touching moment that was. But, and yet, if people send you a fruit, you won't eat it. <laughs> I will dice it up to make sure there are no razor blades in there. So they make, just make sure they're very small razor blades. <laughs> yeah. Micro blades. Micro are, blades. Yeah. That's your, that wasn't that your nickname for a while? Micro blades. Micro yeah. blades. Because <laughs> I wore, used to wear very, very tiny skates. They, like you couldn't even, oh, couldn't even tell they were skates. They just looked like regular sneakers. But, yeah. uh, but, I thought uh, they called you that for another reason. But. Why? Well, you know, another reason, Alex. Why is I don't want to bust. I don't want to bust your hump right now. Oh, okay. Later you know, on, bust yeah. my hump later on. Yeah, microblades. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, else you got? Well, um, one thing you see uh, is in uh, Don in Don's pocket. He has a newspaper when he comes mm-hmm. in the door after mm-hmm. the uh, after he gets the the Sicilian message. Yeah, did you can't, learn what? Can't quite about see it? the whole paper, but I'm guessing it was El, il, il Progreso. 
mm-hmm. which was the um, an Italian American newspaper that was published from 1880 to 1988. Whoa! Ran for over a hundred years. Uh, wow! At the so at this time, uh, it had a circulation of about nine. Daily newspaper had a circulation of about ninety five thousand. Wow. Um, and it was in Italian. It at was that an time? Italian daily newspaper. Was it in Italian all the way up through 1988? Yeah. Wow. That's and, wild. Uh, it, and when it folded in 1988, most of the people who worked for it went for the other Italian newspaper, OG, OG which yeah. is the other Italian newspaper. I'm guessing probably maybe the last one. Yeah. I mean, newspapers are kind of. Uh, yeah. So, so to put that into perspective, ninety-five thousand. The New York Daily News today, mm-hmm. the circulation is one hundred eighty-seven thousand. Wow. So, it was about half of what the Daily News is now. Which, yeah. if you think about it, though, the population now is so much bigger. Yeah. And that's just for Italians. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's huge. Like, I would not have guessed a number that big. Yeah, and at its peak, it was two hundred thousand uh, wow. listener of listeners, readers of the Italian American wow. uh, newspaper. So, mm. uh, uh, it also, I guess, lets you know that uh, does that mean Vito reads the newspaper? You think? I think he does. I mean, the fact that he can even oh. like that he's like literate. Yeah, huh. is uh, I don't know. know. I mean, did, we never really learned if he went to school in Sicily and learned to read. Yeah, I wonder. Or even in Godfather 1, as an adult, do we see him? Is he literate? I wonder. Wow. Maybe that when he said funny papers, maybe that's what he really was. Oh, uh, he really was. Like, it's all yeah. funny papers to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he tries to scare Anthony to death later. <sighs> he's all mad at him that he's, he's out literacy to him. <laughs> well, he's not so smart now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. oh no! What's wrong? The paywall dropped down. It's only for Patreons only now. <laughs> oh man! If you want to go to listen to the rest of the program, including an exclusive interview with our Latin scholar and his 14-year-old son about his uh, pending first viewing of GF2, what does he expect to happen? What does he hope is going to happen? What is he afraid is going to happen? Does everyone get trophies or only Michael get trophies? <laughs> we'll find out. So go to godfatherminute.com slash support. Become a Patreon. It's uh, about a buck a show. And um, you've seen GF2, right, Andy? <laughs> Funny papers. <laughs>